Merry Christmas, Jim. And happy holiday to you, Andrew. Oh, what a guy. <laughs> I kind of feel like, I don't know about you, but there's not enough bagpipe-related Christmas literature. Yeah, I definitely feel that way. I've felt that every year, all my life. However, I, I propose a solution, which is mm. now in this age of artificial intelligence, Jim, I thought we could, you know, ask artificial intelligence for some new literature specific to bagpipers that we could share with the world on Christmas Eve. What do you think about that? I think this is the proper application of the technology. It's about time. Absolutely. And while I feel artificial intelligence's output has been heartfelt, I also don't feel like we have to worry about artificial intelligence taking over the world anytime soon. Is that... Um... <laughs> Is that because of the, did you read ahead on what artificial intelligence provided to you? <laughs> or is that because artificial intelligence reassured you that it promised it wouldn't? I had a quick scan of the script and it's not, like I said, well, heartfelt. It's not, well, I mean, we should just get into it. So shall we? We shall. I'm going to bring its my, best. bless its heart. I'm going to bring up my script here. So the first one is a Highland Piping Christmas Carol. This is a play adaptation that Jim and I are going to perform. Would you like to, would you like me to introduce you to the characters? Yes. Let's hear about the characters. Who are we going to be dealing with here? This is surely based off of the work by the late and great Chucky Dickinson. Chucky Dickinson. Ch Ch yeah, exactly. Is that, was that, <laughs> is there any copyright issue here? I don't think so. Right. I don't, so we can go no, ahead and no, just say no, Charles no. Dickens. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm sure it's fine. When we get down to Doc McSeuss, it could be more of an issue, but so <laughs> The first character, Eben McScrooge, a miserly mm -hmm. bagpipe maker. And then, interestingly, I, in the interest of time, we've condensed many other characters into a character called Tiny Tam, a young, optimistic apprentice. And yeah. then we have a variety of ghosts. Okay. We got Jacob McMarley. Of course. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just, you can't have the Christmas Carol without the ghost of Jacob McMarley. Yeah, yeah. So we've definitely figured out like a kind of system that the artificial intelligence is using here to make these yeah. bagpipey. <laughs> Just remember, when you go to sleep at night, you should worry about this technology taking over the world Yeah, and harvesting humans for its nourishment. One thing that I'm disappointed by is that it lists the narrator. It doesn't list McNarrator. I, I like know. That that, see, now that would be... Yeah, that would be clever and enjoyable. Okay, let's get let's not waste too much time here. Scene mm. one, McScrooge's bagpipe shop. In the heart of the Scottish Highlands, Eben McScrooge, who, by the way, is going to be played by Jim, a bagpipe maker known for his penny-pinching ways, toils in his shop. Bah, humbug. Christmas is nothing but a distraction from real work. Sir, might we close early for the holiday? No. More pipes need crafting. Work, Tam, work. And scene. Scene two, McScrooge's home. That night, the ghost of Jacob Marley appears to McScrooge. Eben, change your ways or suffer a fate like mine. You will be visited by three... Sorry, that's two. You'll be visited by three spirits. And scene. Are we, shall we continue? Do we need to, do we need to pause and reflect on any of this so far? I think I'm still, I'm being carried away into a land of fantasy right now. So absolutely please don't pause. Okay. Let's keep the momentum going. Scene three, a visit from the ghost of Christmas past. 
The ghost of Christmas past shows McScrooge his younger, happier self playing the pipes with joy. This is young McScrooge here. I love bagpipes more than anything. But as years passed, his love for money grew, overshadowing his passion for music. You know, this scene kind of reminds me of an upcoming episode we have queued up for <laughs> discussing bagpipe status disease. Okay, scene four. Visit from the ghost of Christmas present. The ghost of Christmas present reveals Tiny Tam's humble home filled with warmth despite poverty. Tam plays a simple tune on his bagpipe. Go what's on, a, Tam what's a good simple, a, a tune? simple tune? <laughs> And then here I am, Tiny Tim. Let's cherish this merry day. And scene. Scene five. Visit from the ghost of Christmas yet to come. The ghost of Christmas yet to come shows a future where McScrooge's death goes unmourned and Tiny Tam's health worsens. No, this cannot be my legacy. And scene. This is a great play. Scene six. McScrooge's redemption. Waking on Christmas, McScrooge is transformed. I must spread the joy. Uh, excuse me. I must spread joy and support my community. McScrooge generously helps the poor and Tiny Tam's family, finding happiness in giving. And scene. Scene seven, a new beginning. Narrator. Oh, that's me. The Highland community gathers, celebrating Christmas together with McScrooge at the heart. Thank you, Mr. McScrooge, for this feast and for fixing my bagpipes. Merry Christmas, one and all. This doesn't work. And isn't Tiny Tam supposed to say, <laughs> oh, yeah, and I'm just going to add it in. God bless us, everyone. Isn't that how it goes? That's how it goes. Yep, you got it. You got it. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. I, I have it. My father is going to kill me if I didn't get that right. Okay. And end. Now there's, I know, by the there's way, an the editorial narrator, there, yeah. An editorial. And so, Eben McScrooge learned the true spirit of Christmas through the music and community he once took for granted. Mm. Bravo. Mm. It hardly I mean, even needs to be said, wow. but better than the original, obviously. I mean, it's certainly more brief, which is a good thing. You know, you can tell Dickens got paid by the word, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. Now, the real question is, how do we get Jim Henson and co. to do a Muppets version of this version of A Christmas Carol? I don't think it should be that difficult. This is a masterpiece. They'll be begging for it. I mean, I feel like I took a lot away from that this Christmas Eve. I feel, you know, I feel whole again. I feel like maybe in the rush of things, I was getting lost in, in, in the capitalism of it all. And now I feel more in touch with my human side. Yeah. I personally haven't actually had a Christmas since I was like four years old, but this brought it all back. So thank really? you. Really? You still GPT. haven't had it? Been frozen over, so I haven't really been mm. able to like, you know, get into it. But this did it for me. You know, Jim, speaking of a frozen heart, we also asked ChatGPT to come up with a some Christmas literature more geared toward the children. Mm. Yeah, because what we just barely did was obviously like what? everything it was esoteric it was deep it was terrifying it was for the grown-ups yes, exactly exactly now we have now we have uh, for our next trick we have 
This doesn't really have a title. You're right. It didn't give us a title. Um, but maybe we doesn't need a title. Maybe if we just start the performance, people will, people will sort of catch on. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. You want to go every other stanza between us? Yes, we'll do our best. I have to remember to read slowly, and I'm also going to zoom in. Okay. Who's going first? Oh, go ahead and kick us off, sir. All right. Twas in the land of kilts and drones, where bagpipes played their merry tones. A tale of the Grinch, so sly and sleek, who sought to silence the pipe's mystique. The Grinch, with fingers long and lean, crept through the night. So unseen, he slinked through the mist, sly and keen, to steal the Christmas cheer unseen. In the village of Pipers, snug and warm, the Grinch set out to cause alarm, alar alarm. With bagpipe jargon in his mind, he planned to leave the village blind. He slithered to each Piper's door to snatch their pipes forevermore. Gleefully, he'd whisper with glee, no more drones or chanter's melody. The Grinch snatched bagpipes one by one. No! As the moon blinked, the night undone, he stole the pipes with cunning skill, the village now silent, eerily still. But the pipers awoke with a start to the silence that gripped their heart. Where are our pipes? they cried aloud as the Grinch slipped into the shroud. The pipers gathered resolute to reclaim their cherished repute. They spoke in bagpipe terms so grand, a plan to retrieve their pipes firsthand. I, I love that we asked ChatGPT to use bagpipe jargon and ba bagpipe terms, and it actually worked bagpipe jargon and bagpipe terms, those words, into the story. <laughs> well done. <laughs> so... Well, well played. Let's see here. With courage and grace, they marched in time to recover each stolen chime. They tracked the Grinch through glen and moor, chanting the tunes they loved before. The Grinch, now concerned, felt remorse. As bagpipe magic took its course, the pipers played a joyful tune. The Grinch's heart began to swoon. The melodies pierced the Grinch's soul, softening his heart, making him whole. He returned the bagpipes one by one, the stolen music now again spun. Yikes, okay. The village echoed with Christmas cheer. As the Grinch transformed drew near, he joined the pipers, humbled and meek, the bagpipe magic strong, unique. So, in the land of kilts and drones, where bagpipes play their merry tones, the Grinch found love on Christmas night in the music that made his heart take flight. Beautiful. That was actually considerably better than the play. Yeah, still, still calms my fears about ChatGPT taking over, but that's exactly what it would want me to think, isn't it? So mm. it's just hmm. They're luring us in. Yeah. There was a... It made a really poor attempt to transform the night before Christmas, which we will not subject the audience to. <laughs> that was the original plan, but it came back too terrible. Yeah. Exactly. Well, well, there it is, Jim. I mean, do we need to belabor the point or have uh, piping families gotten enough of this? I mean, 
I feel like my heart is full. Yeah, mine's maybe a little too full at this point. So if any, any more, we'd risk all kinds of problems, I'd imagine. We would. So from all of us here at uh, the dojo and, and, and from Jim and I, Merry Christmas and, and to all a good night. Hey, everybody. Andrew Douglas here from the Piper's Dojo, and I just want to say thanks so much for listening to today's iteration of the podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, it would be super helpful to us and to a lot of bagpipers out there trying to find us. If you could give us a top-notch review on whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast, particularly Apple, iTunes, and Spotify, and things like that, your review would be really, really helpful. So if you have a moment today, definitely go over there and help us out. Other than that, until we meet again on the podcast or somewhere else, thanks again for listening. <laughs>